Well, um, John, the hologram body that I use, um, it, it was on the fritz today, so I actually had to come into the studio to record today. That's why my voice sounds different. Yeah. Um, That's why my quality sounds so much different. Anna, I have to talk to you about something. Oh, no. I, um, I recently saw some CGI of you in The Flash. What were you doing with Ezra Miller? I wasn't there. Uh, I have a newborn that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Is that what it was? A baby, uh, a baby in a microwave. You're no, no, no. The the guy. Who yes, yes. I, I had. I, I, yeah, no. I. Uh... What the fuck was that? Fuck this cold open. All right. <laughs> for for context, uh, John and I are in person today because we just did. Um, we we're directing shows for our for our local, local community, community theater. theater. And um, oh, we can say things in unison now. <laughs> <We> Ew, <can. laughs> Um Also, we're we're recording the sad boy style, so yeah. I have the mic like right up on my face. Uh, if you hear any like weird cross room tone, that's why. But also, honestly, the room tone's probably going to be better because there's more cushions in this room than I think any of the rooms that we usually record in. Yeah, I think the only issue is going to be this, but. I mean, who cares? You're going to hear that on my recording anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> just giving people little clues <laughs> so, that they can, so that they can dox me. <laughs> All the doxing. So, yeah, we, we're in person because we didn't feel like going home and recording. No, because that would have just like, that would have made things way more complicated somehow. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was like the the guy who plays jay garrick in one of the shows uh, was like cgi'd into well, the ezra miller movie and then so it was like did were you in this and he's like i don't remember <laughs> i think this is hilarious because at no point in time did they cgi in the uh they, they did not cgi in the jay garrick from the tv show who was from the cw show who was the original flash in the wb show then the, the, the there was a '90s Flash. I don't know. If oh, you that's know right, about the that. '90s Flash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With yeah, with yeah. Mark Hamill as the yes, prankster. Yes, that's right. And then he he the guy who played Flash in that played Jay Garrick in mm-hmm. the CW. Yeah. No, no, no. I can't remember who he who this guy is, but people were like, he's like in the movie. He has like a five minute, like a five second cameo in this movie, and he's like, I don't remember being put in this movie. But that you know, all that being said, I have like a newborn, and people were like. You'd remember going to like a Warner Brothers lot and signing an NDA, putting on this costume. I I mean I I cannot believe uh, Teddy Sears. Teddy Sears. Yeah. Uh, he said I was sleep deprived of a newborn at home, so the memory is a little foggy. But I'm pretty sure I would remember shooting a major DC Studios film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Actually, can I can I tell you something horrible that I did this weekend? Okay. I watched the Shazam sequel. You watched Black Adam? No. Oh, Shazam I, 2? I, I watched Bla- I did I have watched Black Adam. Oh, We've that's talked right. about this. But I also watched uh Shazam 2 Electric Boogaloo. Can we can, That's so funny to me that Shazam 2 and Black Adam came out like a month apart and have nothing to do with each other. Uh so yeah, no, there, there's nothing to do with each other. At no point in time is there any reference to anything. Honestly, 
Shazam 2 was also just a miserable movie, mostly oh, yeah. because um, they decided, oh, we have to add in all of the the other like kids into this movie as Shazam <laughs> just, characters. Just a... <laughs> don't, don't they just like up here without explanation? No, no, no. So it, at the end of the first movie, he's just like, uh, plot power. I can give Shazam powers to all of my friends. Oh, my God. And uh, so it's it's bad because uh, superhero movies that use ensemble casts are generally bad because it it detracts from any like real stakes or character building, and so you just have five characters all running around, um, and all of them are like half the age of Chuck from the TV show Chuck. Okay, I need to talk about him. Um, uh, he's a creepy fundamental Christian. He's weird. There, so they didn't. They barely put any effort into the advertising. It was literally just like, just chop up a shitty teaser and throw the 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 regular yeah, guy, yeah, yeah. throw his voiceover over it. It's literally like the. It's the kind of movie ad that's like. It's not even in a world. It's in between other commercials. Yeah. Like, that's what it, it's It's like. We need to fill a weird 20 second gap between these commercials because we th- this has to get to 350. This commercial break has to yeah. get to three minutes, 50 seconds. And so it's that. It's the YouTube pre-roll that you can skip. It's the ad that shows up while you're scrolling through TikTok. Um, but they just made it widescreen for some reason. I'll take your word for it. Yeah. Like, it's it's that like it's just embarrassing um and so he's like sitting what movie what movie came out consecutively with that i can't remember no clue but it was like a it was like a a movie it was like watch this or go watch schindler's list essentially (laughs) and he was like he was like it's him sitting on like his porch and he's like i'm sure it's a great movie go see shazam why are you watching that? It's like, what? Uh, maybe it was Oppenheimer? Uh, n- no, because Oppenheimer's coming out. Oppenheimer has come out? No, no, because no, remember, Oppenheimer... Um, yes, that's right. Uh, Oppenheimer was asked to move along with the Barbie movie yes. a- away from Tom Cruise because Tom Cruise is oh. the most powerful man in Hollywood. His his Thetan level is so... <laughs> is it low or high? I don't know. High, I think. Okay, his Thetan level is so high, and he is the most clear. He is, like, almost literally a transparent human. <laughs> uh, that's how powerful he is in Hollywood. <laughs> I, He's given rem- so much money. I just remember that he's so rich that he got his teeth fixed because before... He had a center tooth. Do you oh. remember this? No. So instead of having like mm-hmm. you know the 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 norm mm-hmm. is you have two front teeth. He had if you cut bisected his face in half. He just has a beaver tooth. He has he just a, single like a single tooth. He has like a single tooth, and I think it was just like his teeth were like slightly off centered, mm-hmm. and so he had to get like his whole jaw rewired. Well, I mean, I guess that's uh, see, that's the thing that Hollywood has moved past that, and now almost every single Hollywood actor has veneers. Yeah, uh, which if you don't know, uh, every Hollywood actor has little baby shark teeth, uh, and then a f- and a set of fake teeth like glued on over top them. Yeah, it's it's. 
kind of fucking gross. It's fu- like like that's why uh no Hollywood actor had like every Hollywood actor has like a weird fake smile yeah. and proportionally even teeth. It's it's because they're tr- being tr- they haven't been trained to smile with fake teeth in. Yeah. And so they all smile like Ugh. it is insane to me that Hollywood uh, what one that we don't talk about this but Hollywood just like takes a bunch of like attractive people and does uh, invasive dental work sawing down every single one of their teeth so that they could put on a better set of teeth on top. Yeah, it's bizarre. Well, see, that's the thing. Uh, I was speaking of Shazam, the Chuck. It's, yeah. It's Zach something. Zachary something. Zachary Levi. Levy. Is it Levi? Levy. Levi, Levi Levy. Uh, Isn't that the guy from Scrubs? No. Okay. Regardless, um, he's like 40, isn't he? He's not young. He's not young, but I can't tell if he's Paul Rudd age or like just like twice my age. It's weird. But like he's He was born in 1980. Okay. He is 42 years old. He's 42. Okay. He's gotten some fucking work done. Uh he does not look good. No, and that's the thing. That's my thing. Is he got the Joe he got the Joe Biden special where he got that weird like freeze your forehead juice yeah and got like a really bad fake tan he 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 is basically a gym from the office i guess well is he that guy though that guy though was always kind of good looking and then got paid to be fit for like a bunch of that's fair cia i mean he does have superior polish jeans yeah (laughs) Well, he got he got the Jack Ryan money, so like, mm, yes. or or whatever that fucking show was. He got CIA psyop money. Jack, Jack Reacher. Reacher. Yeah. He got CIA psyop money to look buff and go into the desert of right. Yeah, because they they never actually go to. The Remember movies. that stupid movie with the whales that he was in? I, I don't maybe like, like there there was just like a again. My brain just like absorbs a ton of fucking stupid Hollywood information. Um, that sounds familiar though. Now that you mention it, I just I don't know what it is. I it's I, fine. Uh, I only ever know him from The Office and A Quiet Place, and people were like, "Whoa, like this is just like Jordan Jordan Peele," and I was like, "No, it's fucking not." It's a stupid idea. It's like, oh, you you got to be quiet. Fuck that. Fuck Jor- that. That's Jordan stu- Peele went from. A man producing, you know, mad TV mm-hmm. <laughs> and making more sketch comedy to a man directing three, like, back to back, three of the most influential horror movies ever released to film. Like, yeah, it's bonkers to me. He's I, I like people call him a visionary or whatever. I like genuinely I can't think of a, a, a more recent example or a, or a better example of a director who just knows what he wants and just gets it i'd say wes anderson but i'm just wes anderson pilled that's fair that's fair i mean i guess i could i, I guess i could get like um what's his name he's maybe tarantino he's, yeah but he's like maybe the first non-white director that any of us could list uh del toro <laughs> rodriguez 
Robert Rodriguez. Robert Rodriguez. I mean, Robert Rodriguez. <laughs> to be fair, it's not great what he wants, but what he gets what he wants. He knows what his vision is and he gets it. Yeah, that's why uh, That's why the second half of uh, From Dust Till Dawn is the way that it is. That is so... I... Because that, 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 is, uh, that is the perfect example of two directors tag teaming right there. Can I just... Okay, I... Watched. We're going to have to do a From a Dust Till Dawn movie episode. I have seen 70% of Dust Till Dawn. I, this, is, this is true. I yeah. was I was on a date, and they were like, have you ever seen Dust Till Dawn? And I was like, no, I haven't. They're like, oh my god, you need to watch this. And I was like, George Clooney? Quentin Tarantino's just in it? Yeah. What the fuck? That's Selma High? Is that... Hold on, is that Tom Savini? Yep. Tom Savini's in this movie, and like I, I kept watching, and then finally, once the thing happens, mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh my god, yeah, this but- is so Cheech Marin. Cheech Marin is in it." God, no, that episode talking about like, like him just talking about pussy is just the best. Yeah. I and the thing is, I'd seen that clip on I think Tumblr. <laughs> I mean, like, it's a great ago. Cl- like it's a great clip. Years ago, and I was like, also, it's a great way to explain Tumblr. Yeah, I was like, why did Cheech or Cheech stinky pussy, hairy pussy? It's like, it's all time. It's like, and I believe half of that was just fully improvised. Oh, like, uh, 100%. People joke that the you can tell the exact moment and the exact crossover is Selma Hayek's feet. Yeah, no, the second, <laughs> the second the, 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 the beard the, the... trickles down her feet into his mouth. Oh my god. <laughs> also, God, Summer Hack. Fucking ten out Gorgeous of ten. in that. For, like I mean she's gorgeous. Gorgeous. In oh, she's gorgeous in everything, but like especially there. Like amazing. And I mean, uh God, like we're gonna do a movie night about that sometime because that it's, is it's an insane movie and I need to finish it. I I basically know what the rest of the movie yeah. is, but it's just like Oh my god! Oh, and the fuck the Tom Savini dick gun. Yup, that's another clip that I was just like, "What the fuck is this from?" And I never followed up on it because was... again, because you watch the first you you watch the first fifteen thirty minutes of that movie, and you're like, "I don't know how you get from point A to point B on this." Well, that's the thing. I went into it completely blind. Mm-hmm. I went into it completely blind, and I think that's the best way to do it. It is because because I mean, like, it's one of those. It, I'm so happy that the person I saw it with was like, I get to introduce you to this. Mm-hmm. Holy shit. You need to watch this movie. Yeah, George Clooney, Quentin Tarantino. I can't remember who who plays the grandpa and the kids. Oh, uh, that's but Harvey Keitel. Harvey, I was like, yeah, okay. It's, Harvey it's like, motherfucking it's like Keitel. Harvey Keitel and like- Big Dick Harvey. The two kids are like famous now too, I think. I think so. Yeah. Everyone in that movie is like somebody- and yet Tom, Tom Savini's in there because I think at that point, that was the point in Tom Savini's career where he was like, if I'm doing makeup on a movie, I got to be in it. I mean, it's fantastic <laughs> practical. It's great. It's really good practical effects. Tom Savini's just amazing. You know, he's like he's like 50 or 60 or something, and he looks exactly the same. Still jacked as hell. <laughs> it's great. It's great. Um Technically, we should probably talk about politics, but I don't really feel. Hey, Anna, you know what's great? Mm orcas i okay i've been trying to find an excuse to talk about the killer whale thing right, well here it is here it so, is right yeah, now. what what is it been like for like a month did, did you see the uh the thing this weekend the the the, the new turn on this is the atlantic article uh <laughs> being you can't like beat them no, no 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 uh the orcas aren't your friends yeah they are orcas aren't your friends and we shouldn't be rooting for them uh and then somebody is like jacob stern stern's a boat name it, i would never trust anything from the atlantic of course they're gonna say that they're anti-whale um the 
for those who don't know what's going on uh a bunch of killer whales have started like just attacking it's like spanish boats right no no it's just uh, it's it's boats in um uh, like off the Pacific Northwest and stuff like that. Is it? I thought it was in the America. I thought it was like I... off of the European coast. Regardless, it's like it's like research vessels and shit. And, and it's these like research whales, vessels, fishing ships, fishing ships. And these whales are and they. It's like people are watching as like older whales are teaching the younger whales to fuck with shit. <laughs> they're like attacking them and tipping them and shit. It's awesome. It's so fucking. We cool. hear conditional materials side with the whales. We side with the whales. A hundred. What's the what's the world is a fuck. <laughs> Eight billion four hundred <laughs> sunk boats. <laughs> Look, you know, uh, one day we knew that Mother Nature was going to start trying to tip the scales back in its favor, and quite honestly, if it has to be a bunch, of, if it has to be a pack of killer whales, so be it. We thought it was that week during COVID where like fish were back in the canals mm-hmm. in 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 Venice, and like there were sheep roaming around the scottish countryside like in 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 urban areas but no it's the killer whales i mean i was uh, i was hoping it was going to be octopi but that's unfortunately they they've gone they they, they, they've decided that they need landlords so have you ever seen that uh the speculative future history I can't remember what that what it's called. It's uh, life. Ap- is it like the Life After Humans one, or is it kind of? It, 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 so I think it was like Animal Planet or Discovery did like yeah, a knockoff of that because the guy who wrote it um, didn't have the rights to it for something. Right, and and like there, there's one thing where it's just like, uh, we're just gonna get fucked up by giant spiders. Well, there's one that's giant spiders, but there's another one where it's like, in the future all creatures are just some semblance some some uh, like cephalopod of some kind like just some giant there's like a giant elephantine uh octopus walking around forests just like shaking trees <laughs> and like eating the monkey squirrels that are hanging out in them it's like such a funny image and they get like these very serious scientific mm-hmm. people to talk about this and be like this could be the thing this is what we're there was another one they did but it was about space exploration I remember that one. I can't remember the name of it for the life of me, oh, but I, I want to watch no it again because it affected me so much. Where it's like, it's, it's again, it's all speculative, but it's like this is what alien I feel like life that would one be was like. on Netflix. I maybe, and they had what's his name, the doctor. He's the Asian guy with the the silver hair. I can't remember his name. Oh, I know. You know who I'm talking yeah, about? I know, though. I know, I know, I know. He's like super famous. He's like a physicist or something. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, I just can't remember his name for the life of me. But if I if you pointed yeah, him out no. to me, I'd be like that fucking guy. Mm-hmm. Um, he was in it, and yeah, it was like about a rover. I've gotten way off topic, but it's like a rover lands on a planet that can support alien life, and so the whole thing is a speculative about like what alien life would look like. Right. And one of them's one of them is like a weird ship full of uh, uh, brain brain canisters. Yeah, and then and then the thing it ends. Where it's like this is a creature that inflates its brain full mm-hmm. of carbon monoxide or whatever, and then uses that to float, and then it like attacks the the rover and destroys it mm. at the end. Like that's how it ends. And I remember that specifically because I was like nine or something, <laughs> and I was like, okay, "This is the most scary thing I've ever seen in my life." Uh, <laughs> you know, I feel that life on other planets 
uh, is probably cooler than ours, but we are probably cool to whatever life there theirs is. Uh, mostly because uh, we've invented things like Magic the Gathering. <laughs> <laughs> we invented like, the Marvel Cinematic Universe. <laughs> honestly, I think that you you know how in um in Mars Attacks, uh, the Martians' brains explode by like hearing uh country uh music. Mm-hmm. I I think that we could kill any invading alien species by trying to uh explain esoteric magic the gathering um rules oh i found it it's called alien planet from 2005 okay Sorry, yeah. i just found it that's the thing that that oh yeah no that's, yeah that that fucking thing anyway that's an alien yep and you know who knows there's probably xenomorphs out there i there's probably some tyranids have you seen the gray hill incident i don't think i have it's a, so it's a it's a video game there's um, a bunch of trailers that are out for it. It's supposed mm-hmm. to be based off of like the Hopkins Hopkinsville goblins incident or whatever the fuck that was mm. called. And it's it's a it's a first person horror survival game or something where it's just gray aliens, but they're like they're like the kind of gray aliens that are like from the fifties where it's just like a dude's face and then they mm-hmm. have like the sparkly black and silver woven fabric mm-hmm. jumpsuits. Um, but every trailer is is the is the POV character mm-hmm. punching the shit out of some alien, just just decking him in the face. So fucking funny. Hey Anna. Yeah. Uh, since we forgot to do this at the beginning of the episode, hey, who are you? Oh, well, that's easy. I'm Dogmouth Bongwater, aka <laughs> Anna. <laughs> Okay, and um, I'm uh, well, I'm just Clarence Thomas, <laughs> aka John, <laughs> and this is conditional materials. All right, anyways, back to back to what we're doing. Um, you can just edit that somewhere. Yeah, I'll put that somewhere. I'll put that somewhere or leave else. it there. Just leave All it right, there. Whatever. Fuck it. Whatever. Who cares? We're gonna record for like another twenty minutes, and then we're gonna go yeah. fuck off. Oh, we're uh. I guess we could also make this the the pre Spider Verse fan cast, even though you've already seen it. I've seen Spider Verse, and I I talked about it a little bit before, but like, it's a good movie. It's a good movie. I folks. have seen. See here, here's the fucked up thing. There are people on TikTok who will live stream the movie. Mm-hmm. They're just streaming it while playing like Fortnite or something, <laughs> and it's like, what? And I and I got to a point. I was scrolling and I saw a clip from it and I was like, no, the only thing I got was I know what Hobie's voice sounds like. That's about it. Yeah. But Hobie sounds so cool. Yeah, I know. And I also, I know who plays it. Hobie's cool. Um, actually, you know what? This, this brings us to a topic that we talked about a little bit, but Twitter is, uh, is getting a massive <laughs> worth more than the company is lawsuit. It's like the uh, third lawsuit that's worth more than the company is. Uh, for breaching copyright by not taking down anything. Yeah, you can just throw up... You can throw up entire movies. Like, a couple of weeks ago, I sent Anna a uh, The Way of Water link. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. 
You could just like like you could just stream the entire Avatar movie. Watch the entire thing on your phone through Twitter. I I watched this is not a joke. Last night I got a little high and I did watch half of Spider Verse, the first one mm-hmm. into the Spider Verse. I watched that. Um, <laughs> I watched half of that on Twitter. Forgot what I was doing and then was just like, why am I watching this? I could just go download it. Uh, so they received a a a th- th- uh, Sony Time Warner and oh. Universal. Ooh, that's how you know it's bad when all of them are just like, hey, <laughs> are suing them for at least two hundred and fifty million dollars for an infringement of over one thousand seven hundred works. <laughs> Uh, but between their uh, between music and video violations, that's so funny. It's so hilarious. Uh, this site, it, like like Twitter, is basically just been left to the dogs at this point. Like, Ugh. we're getting to the point where spam bots are selling guns. Like, yeah, they're it's sad. It's disgusting. Uh, sp- sa- spam bots are also selling um, uh, those. Um, car slim gyms or whatever they are like how at like yeah, things that are like just own if you were just want to own illegal material yeah no it's it's selling you something that is illegal to possess yeah uh because you know uh if you can get into your car you can probably get into anybody else's car <laughs> although i'm pretty sure what i really want to see on that site is a uh is like a hacked key fob for <laughs> tesla's like a like a ghost key for all the Teslas. Well, I mean, you can just. I mean, I guess I don't actually know if Slim Jims are illegal to carry. Lock picks are not illegal to carry. That's bump fair. keys are not illegal to carry, and bump keys are more dangerous than any lock pick set. Um, I'm trying to think what else. Um, oh, hey Anna. I mean, I've talked about the Ford Fleet yeah. key and all that. Mm-hmm. Anna, I, you know, we we should say it's it's Sunday, it's uh june 18th and i want to wish approximately 7 13 p.m i want to wish a, a, a very happy father's day to all the dilfs and only the dilfs because if you're not a dilf you're not trying hard enough as a dad you're not trying hard enough as a dad yeah you should you should be more fuckable <laughs> <laughs> happy father's day to magneto the perfect father <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I was trying to find my favorite fictional father, and the first uh, thing that came up was Magneto. Fa- happy Father's Day to Gendo Akari. You're doing, you're doing the Lord's work. Show Tucker, you're out here showing up. Happy Father's Day to Bilbo Baggins. Remember that time that he was like, <laughs> Happy Father's Day to Bill Gates. Bill Gates have kids fucking i don't know <laughs> he fucks kids i don't know if he has kids yeah i don't know um happy father's day to elon musk <laughs> who you can't win them all you can't win them all so funny i showed that to john earlier it's it's an article from like a year ago that says elon musk on the estrangement from his daughter can't win them all <laughs> well i mean we do know that elon musk is playing the numbers game because he is one of those people who uh believes that the 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 way of the future is uh having as many kids as possible just like his fucking weird ass dad yeah um 
we we talked like briefly, but I I listened to the QA episode on um that that pair of red Reddit parents who uh they they did a they did an interview a couple of months back that it like started the whole like expose on the uh on that kind of like weird cult family like i can't i can't remember like oh the primogeneticist or whatever like yes um who who are like we're not we're not your racist eugenicists we're just eugenicists who think it's okay for people to be trans and gay i guess people can be trans and gay but god forbid you do drugs or crime uh and that one of one of their daughters' name is Titan Andronicus. Yes. Also, these two people are uh, the husband proposed to the wife on Reddit. Oh, they're those oh. people. Quite honestly, I hope the mic picked that up. That, I, I that know, sound I, I just yeah. made. <laughs> um, honestly, oh. I have. I've never thought more about uh, forced sterilization than hearing the words proposed to my wife on Reddit. (laughs) (laughs) That's fucking, like, proposing on, like, World of Warcraft is one thing. And that's happened. Yeah. Sure, that's acceptable to some degree. But, like, proposing through a social media app is, like, fucking weird. The reply thread of I do, I will. <laughs> uh, the reply thread of everybody going, "Why the fuck would you do this on Reddit?" God, if it was in DMs, that's I guess a little less weird, but still. No, like, no, no, no. no, no. It wasn't. Do... It wasn't in DMs. It was on. Like it was like like funny animal memes, like <sighs> or something like that. It is this um. The Binance people, or no? What the fuck? No, they're guy? not the Binance people. What's that guy's name? You know who I'm talking about? The couple that looks like a middle school couple, but they're like billionaires, kind of. Or they were billionaires before the FCC was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> or the FTC, rather. It's not them. Let me let me pull it up. Um, I'm God. sorry. I just I I leaned away from the mic to try and like get the scratching of my beard off of. It and then instead I just pointed it towards the mic like an idiot. Let me let me pull up the uh the information. So yeah, no, they're like a weird they're this weird fertility obsessed couple that I think it like like they're they're insane, but uh here let, let me show you a picture, Anna. Yep. No, I remember them. Uh-huh. Yeah. No. Uh they're the most Reddit people alive and again for sterilization. For sterilization. I uh, the <laughs> Oh, also. <laughs> Did we talk about also, the Reddit, the Reddit um, boycott? There we didn't. Okay. But the other thing is that as part of some of the uh as, as part of this whole Reddit deep dive that live from uh lived it she found out that they were they were bronies and one of their um one of their uh their wedding pictures is by someone who does who has a secondary deviant art account just for bro for for pony porn 
This was the first time that Liv says she experienced brony culture, and I call bullshit being 25 on the internet, and you don't see that. Mm. I mean, to be fair, there's a difference between understanding what a brony is and experiencing brony fair, culture. Fair enough. Fair enough. I experience brony culture because we are currently what like 20 minutes away from where they held BronyCon? yeah we are we are uh we are i'm even closer like when i when i'm in my studio yeah. i am like t-minus 15 minutes from the epicenter of BronyCon. <sighs> well where it used to be it's not there anymore mm. they moved it or they canceled it i can't remember it's gone yeah, thank it's god just, it's just gone but, and see that's the thing we say thank god mm-hmm we're not saying thank God because bronies are awful. If you lived in New York, you know what SantaCon is. It's that, but with bronies. I mean, I, I say this. Talk about unwashed masses. It's literally unwashed masses of people. They're, I mean, bronies are basically the Smash uh, tournament players of degenerate con goers. Yeah. It's like, I, I don't know. Like, as much as I, like, don't want to rag on people for liking certain things BronyCon was a special thing because it's it's like <sighs> i mean look it, i love anime conventions i've been to many yeah i just went to a pretty fun science fiction convention mm-hmm. um thank god more conventions started br- putting together hygiene policies because yeah thank god they it, it's bad i, rem- it's I remember so look bad. i i was there back in the days the con funk was real yeah. Confunk was real bad. Going to a convention where you had to wear a mask was like, <sighs> like thank God I didn't get COVID, but also thank God I didn't have to smell some old lady funk. Yeah. Uh. God, you know i I don't have derision for bronies because, quite honestly, they're they're it's fucked. They're they're like slightly worse furries. It's like. And see, here's the thing. Speaking as a furry, yeah, the like, it's it's no different. Like my thing with with My Little Pony is just like I don't. It's it's not weird in any sense of the word. It's mm-hmm. like it's no different than like an adult man collecting Legos or some shit. Like, right. This is for children, and like where we draw the line is like suddenly oh this is a a, a, this is girls media though and it's like okay people get weirded would you be weirded out if a grown Mm -hmm. man was collecting a bunch of barbies like and like keeping them in the in the box or whatever i mean i stare at waylon smithers and say (laughs) no uh but i i actually think uh because i i've I've watched a fair few of those episodes, actually, quite honestly. The newer show or whatever? Or the, the Rebecca Sugar one. Not the Rebecca Sugar. No, no, no. Uh, who was it? Who, who? I don't know. No, no. I mean, I know it was Rebecca I know it was, it was like, like Teletoon or whatever. Uh, it, Yeah, no. It was the it was the early, you know, aughts one that the, people... The, the one that had, like, Sarah Strong in it. Or yeah. Tara Strong, sorry. Yeah. And, like, it was a fun show. I think the bigger problem was that, like, the community had expectations that were just never going to get met from a child from a children's show. Well, it's just, it's a show that, like, had writers and talent the caliber of, like, a show like Gravity Falls mm-hmm. or whatever. And then, while Gravity Falls was off doing incredible shit, mm-hmm. My Little Pony is a show about ponies living in a sugar plum forest or whatever. So, like, they, like, it's, it's, there's only so much you can go before you go back to status quo right. without losing the plot of the show. And I, and, like, 
the adult fans have turned it into yeah I'll, I'll say it the fucking brony porn's weird i'm not gonna say it's not but you know what else is fucking weird all porn <laughs> i mean i was gonna say look I, I we were talking about this before but like digimon I, yeah. I I existed on the internet long enough where it's yeah. just like no like, Pokemon po- po- like like Pokemon and Digimon lots of porn for that so I've I've already been a nerd to the entirety of like the people who are like like degenerates <laughs> about Low Pony and and Gardevoir it's like that's no different than My Little Pony literally yeah. no, no different no different um in fact quite honestly like whatever uh and. We're not here to judge you for that. This is pride, and you know you can be a degenerate about whatever you want to Happy be. Happy pride, you disgusting yeah. degenerate! <laughs> what do you want from me? Uh, I'm a disgusting degenerate. I accept it. No, look, I'm not going to sit here and pretend like I don't have a Rule Thirty Four account. <laughs> I don't, but like, uh, but you know, we we, we you we, read we, manga? Yeah, I read you're, manga. I don't you're a need disgusting that. Yeah. degenerate. I'm a disgusting degenerate. <laughs> Um, but whatever, uh, like <laughs> whomst among us, I know that I use that a lot, but whomst, whomst among, among us? us, I just, I, we, we started, we went on this whole tangent. I don't know what, what happened, but we just went on this whole tangent about bronies. And oh, cause, uh, and now because we have this to horrible backtrack. Reddit yeah. call, because of this horrible Reddit. Uh, well, but I mean like, and now we have to backtrack and be like, but we don't, we don't actually think bronies are weird. No, 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 no. This here's the thing. I don't think bronies are weird. I think people who post on Reddit are disgusting. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Redditor. Also, um, this is weird. Donald Trump got in got like got went, indicted, got, got arrested. He got, he got like you he know got the, he got the he got his wrist slapped. Like yeah, he got he this got is like he was a naughty boy. His uh, all of his is lawyers this, just been 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 quitting left and right because they're like, this is stupid. Is this real? Like, is this happening? Like, I like like ever since it's happened, I, like you know me, I lost yeah. faith. I lost faith in the system well before the Mueller report. Like, you're 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 not a big fan of Mueller. She wrote. You're, you're not. They, you're not. You're not. You're not. Uh, hanging on to every single Mueller. Word. She wrote turned out to be like a weird like scam. Uh. Well, one, she took out a bunch of PPE loans, but two, That's what it was, she yeah. also uh, stated like she was a uh, Desert Storm veteran. Except every <laughs> every everybody who has served since Desert Storm has been a post Desert Storm veteran. <laughs> uh, so it is hilarious. Uh, she's just been like incidentally stealing like a bunch of valor like i mean again it doesn't matter like go off like honestly i'm really proud of anybody who could steal valor and get like a million dollars PPE loans to to make a uh, twitter account work uh i wish that we had the gumption i wish that we had the skill to do that i, mean, uh, th- I this, this is game recognizing don't game. have the you don't have the follow-through i don't have the drive it's about drive it's about power you stay hungry we devour Put in the work, put in the hours. That's the rock. Yeah, also, I... I what song is that? I have no clue, but I, I also want to say this. I haven't seen the new Fast and Furious movie uh, yet. But the thing that I'm mad about is the idea that Jason Momoa could have been in the background of any of those fucking scenes because his body takes up way too much fucking space. Have you seen that, that clip of him jumping into the car? 
I haven't. Let's go. <laughs> so so the, th- the thing that I wish they'd done is that they'd use CGI magic to take his like buff but twinkish body from Stargate Atlantis and then like have him become <laughs> jacked like in the inter- like in the time between where you go like this is what Jason Momoa looked like in the early 2000s and this is what he looks like now it, it's wild to me that like Game of Thrones truly changed his life have you ever seen that picture of him hanging out with his bodyguards I have not and his bodyguards are like like it's two five foot six guys in suits <laughs> and so it literally looks like a, a boss fight with two mini bosses <laughs> that you have to you have to fight beforehand <laughs> and i mean you know i i have i have nothing but love for jason momoa he seems like a cool dude he seems fine i got no jason momoa seems like the kind of guy like one of those dudes who was just like born to be like famous and then got there accidentally uh i mean honestly the thing that i i feel bad for him is that he has to deal with vin diesel oh yeah was it was it Vin Diesel and The Rock who had like? Yeah, no, no. Uh, the Rock refused to be in any more movies with him. I think they finally like quashed that beef. They, for, like, yeah, the, it was like for, it was like, like earlier the this year. One. They were like, "All right, we're squashing the beef for the future for the fans for the fans." I mean, I'm still waiting for another Hobbs and Shaw where they fight another like Super Sentai Kamen Rider. Uh, like, dude, I, I, I'll be honest. I haven't seen a Fast and Furious movie since Fast Five, I think, or Fast Six. I refuse to see another Fast and Furious movie until I can go see it in 40x. Where you, you, I, where didn't, like, you didn't see the F8 of the Furious? <laughs> no. Well, that's the thing. I want to go to one of those movie theaters that has like the chairs that rock and we, shit. We live near one. We do? Yeah. Is there one in Columbia? No, there's one in Towson. There is? I believe so. Shit, I'm about to start a job in Towson. I might... <laughs> I might... See, okay, the area cut this out of this yeah, too yeah. much but like the area where i'm where i'm working mm-hmm. where like the office is there's a fucking uh there's a pot belly mm-hmm. there's like a tgi fridays there's an Applebee's. but like there's like a bunch of shit over there and i'm like man and like i would get out of work right around dinner yeah and i could just get a pot belly sandwich and eat that sandwich on my way home i mean i recommend going up to the towson circle and going to fud that town that place fucking that place fucking slaps. Have you done that? That that that's been the local minute. What's no no? There, what's the place that opened up? Like in in Charles Village, I can't remember the name of. Uh, it's a ramen place. Oh, uh, Kajikan. Kajikan. Have you been yet? Yeah, it's good. Is it good? Yeah. Cause I I I actually I was gonna say. Once I get somebody, that's the first I'm, place I'm going. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take this off. Uh, I was gonna say I could, we could go to the one down here, or we could go to the warehouse. I'm cool with whatever. I don't care. We can go to the warehouse, and then we can just get Kajikan afterwards. I'll treat you. Don't worry. about Okay, it. Uh, that's my only issue is that I'm broke, and so I hate I'll, when people. I'll float you. I'll float you, man. I'll, I'll. I'll I appreciate guy. that. I would love that because I haven't, I haven't been able to have anything fun for a while. No. <laughs> it's fine. I, I would really. It's been it's been the week of me digging deep. I'll dig deep for you too. Uh, <laughs> um, Mostly because like we're we're gonna go like we're gonna go see Spider Verse. I'm gonna cry. You're gonna cry. You're you're gonna need to replenish. I'm gonna uh, yeah. It's gonna be awful. Um. Ugh. But goddamn, goddamn. 
Like that that movie. It's uh, gonna be so good. I know it's, it's gonna so be so good. good. It's so good. It's so good. I'm so excited oh for it. Oh my god! I saw I, I one of the um, uh, concept artists I follow on Twitter, and he's just been posting because what he does is drawovers. Mm-hmm. So that thing where like it's 3D animated, but their like face has like the mm-hmm. the like outlines on it. He's the one who did most of those. And they have one of Cowboy, Spider mm-hmm. Cowboy, with his mask off. And it's, they literally took Peter Parker mm-hmm. and just scrunched his face a little bit and made him look like um, Pedro Pascal. Uh, okay, yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Which, which I'm like, it's three years. They could get him in it. <laughs> I mean, hey, look. They announced next one's next year. Next year? Yeah, twenty twenty four. I, I've tried. I've tried very hard not to be spoiled. On no, 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 no. I just I wanted to say that to you, just so you know. Yeah, the, that's fine. You know the you know the weight. I I think what they did is they basically made both movies in tandem. I'm sure that's what it was. They um, they made well. I think what it, what actually happened was like the same way where they made Dune, mm-hmm. where it's like they made. A movie that was seven hours long, yeah, and the studio was like, "No." <laughs> Hon- okay, so all right, and I know we're really in the weeds about this, but I think, I think of Spider Verse as I-, I was thinking about this, and I've been I've been trying to like come to come to sort of like terms about uh, talking about art, and a lot of people talk about art in the way that like, no, 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 every every good piece of art exists outside of capitalism or some bullshit like that. That's patently untrue. Almost no. every piece of art is like a commercial commodity, and it's been that way ever since like. You fucking started putting pen to paper. Speaking as a communist, like art for art's sake is like what fuels my most of my political beliefs. Is yeah. Art for art's sake. That being said, 90 percent of the things I like are art for money's sake. Like, right. No, I mean, um, and, you know, when I'm talking about this, I like Botticelli uh, was an artist who was commission based. Yeah. Um, you know, Leonardo da Vinci, the Mona Lisa didn't get made because da Vinci just woke up one day and was like, yo, check out that hot girl that I'm, that I don't care about because I'm gay. Check out this OC. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, and I'm, I'm going to come back to that in a second. But, um, artists don't, don't make these things because they want to. They make these things because they get commissioned. And they, the thing that elevates art away from just being advertising, away from just being a way to sell a product is that when you feel the soul and energy of an artist exceed the bounds of capitalism, yeah. exceed like to create an image or a message <clears throat> that exceeds expectations or desires. And into the Spider Verse is Lord and Miller going to Sony, taking as many bags of money, like literally just like doing a bank heist taking out uh, like <clears throat> taking out po- taking out mom and dad's credit card and just being like let's see just how high this fucking credit limit goes <laughs> and just going to some of the best artists working in the industry today and just going like we'll give make, you a bunch of money make something good make, make something good like here's the outline here's what we want to do but quite honestly figure it out and make it look great and it'll pay for itself. Don't worry. I think, well, it's because the first one did so well. Yeah. And because it had a lot of love put into it, but I think they were like, we know what we have and we know that we can just like let, let loose on this. 
I the, think the dump truck full of money just like backed up the fucking animation studio. The 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 thing that like first hit me that I was like, oh, this movie's absolutely going to be amazing. I haven't seen it. I want to make it very clear. Yeah. I have not seen this movie. Maybe tomorrow I'll record a thing on my yeah. phone yeah. after we've watched it, and uh, we can put it in here <laughs> or not. Who cares? Um, <laughs> or maybe maybe I'll, I'll I'll throw something up on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, but like the second I knew that this was gonna be a good movie was not when I found out that the villain was going to be or or one of the villains yeah. is going to be Spot. Um, but it was the second they showed off his design, where he's got like the weird boxy torso. He's got a boxy torso, long kind legs, of like a, a goofy looking like, yeah. proportions. That was the moment that I was like, they're not trying to make a villain. Like they, they're, they're, well, they're. I mean, I know, I know, I've been spoiled a little bit, so I do know. Like later on, he does the whole, yeah, that whole thing. But um, I mean, they gave him the most powerful uh comic book uh villain a voice ever of Gideon Graves yeah. from Scott Pilgrim. Yeah, um, kid I'm, dinosaur himself. I just know for a fact that like they're going to like the second I saw that I was like, this was made with love. This was not made. For, this was made for people who saw Spider-Verse and said, what other dumb shit can we throw in here? Also, only Lord Miller would cast Jason Schwartzman as their primary antagonist. <laughs> like, a, a, guy, a guy who can sound antagonist, but in no way, shape, or form will ever actually feel deeply antagonistic. I mean, it's just like you go into the first movie, it's like, who are the villains? You got Kingpin, which is like, okay, Kingpin's a daredevil villain through and through. Kingpin, like, we can Prowler. Pretend- Kingpin, Prowler. There's like a weird version of Scorpion. There's a weird version of Doc Ock. Yeah. There's a weird version of the Goblin. I say weird because they're not I like did. the six one six versions. I'm sorry, you said weird when you should have said hot version of Doc. They're Ock. all hot. That's yeah. true. So I wish Scorpion had more time because Scorpion had That's the fair. coolest design in my opinion. Um, but and and then it's like, well, what other fucking crazy shit can we throw in here? Let's fuck it. You know, we've already got the groundwork from the original Spider Verse. Let's mm-hmm. just keep going. Yeah. Let's just keep going. Let's put the stupid Megazord Spider-Man in here. Let's put, you know. <laughs> I mean, I, I think the thing that, that really, like, blows it off is, and this isn't a spoiler, you know this, they go to other places. So yeah. that means they have to really push they have the to, animation style. They, they, have, they, they to, have to. Because it's not, in the original, it was easy because it was just like, it's one space and all of these characters are animated slightly differently. Mm-hmm. I love that, by the way. Peter Parker in the original, Peter B. Parker, is like 60 frames per second. Mm-hmm. And Miles is always 24 frames, no matter what. And like, that's so interesting. And then you get Spider-Ham and Nick Cage are also, they're mm-hmm. animated on opposites, I think. Yeah. And then Penny Parker has like her like eight frames of animation. Yeah. She's I, an anime character. Okay. I'm, I'm going to say this right now. Uh, as a as a comic book person, I do not like the version of Penny Parker they gave. No, because it it the whole the because book Gerard just... Way's yeah. uh, SPDR is maybe one of the best incarnations of a character that it's I've ever seen. Just Evangelion, but yeah. Spider Man. Like, yes, that's all it is. And... and that's good. I'm not saying that's bad. Yeah, literally, they put all of the Evangelion uh, cast, pr- in, cast the in the background. The background. It's yeah. in the background of one of the. Sh- yeah. It's one of my like I love that book. I I SPDR I, is one of my favorites. Ghost Spider that and Spider-Man Noir were like religious reading for me after after the first movie because I was like yeah. I love these characters. I mean I guess it feels weird because I was actually like reading comics when Spider-Verse the comic event happened. Mm-hmm. Uh which oh, is, yeah, 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 which is like weird. 
Um, it's weird to think about that, like Spider Verse. Well, it's so interesting to me that I like, mean, Spider Verse came out after all the like best Spider Verse, like came out in between some of the best Spider Verse media because pre Spider Verse is the 90s cartoon where like the end of the show is a Spider-Verse event Mm -hmm. where they go to alternate universes where like this spider, this is metal Spider-Man. This is, this Spider-Man is, is Ben Riley. This Spider-Man is Flash Thompson. This Spider-Man has Doc Ock arms. And this one never lost uncle Ben and has the, the carnage symbiote. And like, it's, it, it was like really powerful. And like, that's never addressed. Like, at whatever um, but like that then but then spider-verse comes out and it's like like the comic book mm-hmm. comes out and it's like oh also spider-verse happens like right after superior ends i think that is true i i think superior leads into it at some point i could believe that like uh, i mean superior, superior is, is so fucking good say which like Sometimes I don't like Dan Slott's writing, but Superior is like one of them. I hate Dan Slott. Like genuinely, this is not but, a joke. His run on Amazing Spider-Man is not good. That's fair. It's not very good, and uh, but he is not the biggest problem with Spider-Man. The biggest problem with Spider-Man is Marvel editorial. I I have a lot of opinions. See, here's the thing: we as, will, we we will live in infamy of one more day in the editorial department as a um. As a lifelong Spider-Man fan, both comics and movies, the biggest enemy to Spider-Man will forever be stagnation. Mm-hmm. Spider-Man as a character is deeply flexible, changeable. Every second that he is on a comic book page is a is an opportunity for him to become a different person. Mm-hmm. And throughout the in, throughout the seventies, eighties, and nineties, that's all that happened. All that happened was Peter Parker is changing. Mm-hmm. He's got the symbiote now. Now he, you know, now he's being shot to death by Craven. Now he's cheating on his wife. Now, now, he's, he's, now he's a dad. Now he's a dad. Well, not really. Mm. Now he's not actually a dad. He gets married. And then one more day comes along and people were like, the, the Marvel heads that, that grew up with Gwen Stacy were just like, but, but I don't like Mary Jane. And so they dissolve the fucking, it, it would be fine if they just treated the ultimate universe as like, that's the restart, mm-hmm. you know, button. Yeah. And one more day could have been a good restart, button. there is a way to do that story. Oh, right. Yeah. But it's just like, why are you doing it with these characters? It's, it's I want to do like a whole, I would love to just talk about one more day for hours and hours. Cause I, it's, I, I fucking hate it. The best parts of that comic book are talking to Mayday and like, it's like it's like oh this is the child you never had Mm. and like oh okay so so this is what we're missing out on you're showing us actively what we're missing out on and it's like it's both the best and worst part of the thing because it's the best writing and it's also like you're showing us what you are throwing away right and also i guess we should say uh one more day is the spider-man issue in which spider-man makes a deal with mephisto the the marvel the, the the devil for his 85 year old aunt so so this is right after civil war right after civil war spider-man reveals his his identity to the public kingpin puts out a hit on him aunt may get shot instead peter travels to the ends of the earth he goes to tony stark he goes to dr strange he goes to a bunch of fucking people and he says 
fix this? And they go, no, she's going to die. She's a million years old. And it's like, this is literally like three issues before this. It's literally him and him and Aunt May talking about like, oh, I'm going to die soon because I'm a million years old. And he's like, okay. I mean, I, I think the, the, the thing that I hate the most is that like. To finish. Yeah. I, I just realized I just stopped talking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Peter goes to hell essentially by accident. And Mephisto's like, look, I'll, I'll bring Aunt May back to life, but I want your marriage. And so and so they agree for some fucking reason. It's completely out of character. It doesn't make any sense. And so Mary Jane and Peter's um marriage is nullified and the retcons do insane leaps of logic. Peter's living with Aunt May again and it it's no like- one remembers that he's Spider-Man. Right. Like every part of it is just insane. Like these, the like, it's a horrible, re- like it's a horrible reboot. It's a, it's yeah. a horrible attempt to 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 reset the status quo. And Marvel, I mean Marvel over the last twenty years has been really bad at resetting their status quos because their their editorial is horrible. They're controlled by like the Disney movie machine at this point, and they just don't have great ways. Except, except, and I know what you're gonna say. Except when Doctor Doom takes over the entire fucking universe. <laughs> Except when Doctor Doom takes over the entire well, fucking oh, universe. That's, that's a, that, that's that a, is that is great. Well, that is great. I that is like my favorite character moment ever, which is the fact that like Doctor Doom, Doctor Doom is a villain because he believes he is, um, he believes he is humanity's only chance for survival, and several omnipotent characters, which are just stand-ins for Marvel editorial, are just like Doctor Doom's right. Like the only way that this universe survives, the only way, the only way humanity survives is if Doctor Doom's in charge. That's one of my favorite things. That's why he's one of my favorite characters. Regardless, um, what I was actually going to say is they haven't. the The biggest problem with One More Day is it's still canon. They refuse. They do things in universe to specifically remind you. Yes, One More Day is still canon. One More Day, and uh, what was the other one? The one where, like, it turned out that, like, Gwen Stacy had sex with Norman Osborn and had those two twin clones or whatever. All right, I don't even want to think about that. Yeah, I can't remember what that story is called, but, that's like, that's, that's also confirmed still canon. That's horrible. Yeah. No, and, that and, and like, that whole thing was just so fucking gross. That's like, about as horrible as Norman Osborn's hair. Yeah. Why do white people have waves? I don't understand. <laughs> I don't know. Like, the, he has the worst waves, too. What are they like? Is that that's what they're supposed to be, right? They can't be anything else. He has like a, I don't know. They're white boy waves. Yeah, like I, I can't no, explain I don't, it. I don't know. I don't, like, uh, it's horrible. Um, God, but we could we could talk about Marvel stuff for. for I the could rest talk of about comics lives. forever. Like, we, well, we and that's my thing. It's just like I'm a huge Spider-Man fan, and I know every inch of those comics. And again, one of the reasons why we're ostensibly a politics podcast is one, we have to get that venom out somehow. But two, yeah. um, usually we're 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 in front of our computer screens and able to like look at like yeah look at articles and stuff like like at articles and kind of like but we're literally sitting on opposite ends of a very deep comfy couch just and we're just like i just want to talk about the things that i truly care about life and it's just like being mad at being justified okay justifiably mad at marvel also i want to i want to i want to take a moment i think we talked to this a little bit a couple weeks ago but that dude who was like, "Hey, I got, I got AI, I got Adobe's AI to like, uh, paint the 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 to extend the backgrounds of of paintings." I okay, there is one specific one that 
drove me insane. There's one that drove that drove me insane, but you go. First. Is it the good, the bad, the ugly? No, it's okay. uh, it's the Mona Lisa. Okay, the Mona. Talk about yours because yeah. I want to talk about mine. So, people don't know this. A lot of people don't know this. Mona Lisa is famous not because it's good, but because it was stolen twice. Yeah, Mo- most paintings are stolen once. The, the Mona Lisa is specifically famous because it was stolen. Uh, just off the wall. Yeah. Like it was literally yeah, just was taken like off the fucking wall. So about that, when it was ripped off the wall, it was actually cut out of its canvas. Yeah. So there's a couple inches on either side that were just sliced off. The funny thing is, here in Baltimore, we actually have a master grade replication replica of the artwork from the 1700s. Mm-hmm. Uh, because what used to happen is that journeyman art artists would go and find a masterwork piece. Um, and the Mona Lisa is a masterwork piece. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say it's not. It's not great, but it's a masterwork piece. It, it's it's one of Leonardo... It's, it, to to say this, it's like it's like you go to a five-star Michelin restaurant mm-hmm. and like order only sides. Like it's, yeah. it's, it's good, but it's not the steak. Like, right. <laughs> but, but it's competently executed and yes. it, it, yes. it does actually have a thing. Um, it's still a Leonardo da Vinci piece yeah. of art. And da Vinci had a really cool technique that about, about eyes that does make them follow you. Yeah. That is one like really cool thing that he's done. Uh, yeah, it's yeah, hard yeah. to replicate, but people would sit down and do like their master's thesis to copy it. And here in Baltimore, we have one of those from before it was destroyed. So we literally know what the Mona Lisa looks like when it's intact, right? And then there's a piece of AI art mm-hmm. that, that that this guy gets to generate, and it doesn't fucking have anything from the intact piece. <laughs> and this, this bothers me because, one... Um, I, I like one of the things I, I, I minored in art history. So obviously I am like this, but two, I fucking hate when people are like, I improved this thing. And it's like, motherfucker, you didn't even do your research on this. You don't know anything about it. So the one that, the one that bothered yeah. me is because, so same guy extended the background of the opening shot of the good, the bad and the ugly. Mm hmm. The thing about the good, the bad, and the ugly is there's literally a book by Roger Ebert called A mm-hmm. Hundred Great Movies. Yeah. And it is a book of a hundred essays that he wrote about his favorite movies. Yeah. One of those essays is about the good, the bad, and the ugly. And the thing about the good, the bad, and the ugly is that the world does not exist off screen. Every single inch, every centimeter, millimeter, micrometer mm-hmm. of film is on purpose every every inch of the screen is there for a reason and everything off screen is also there for a reason and that's the important thing about art it you know just like jazz it's about the notes you don't play um i know that's fucking bullshit but well it, that but that's true but, but it's true it's true it's, it's literally true, true. It's, it's, i just hate I, but that phrase is like has the, become that bullshit. phrasing that phrasing it's it, it's the yes and of of jazz like it's right. it's it's a joke but it's true in the same way that like in the same way that when you walk on stage become a different person is a joke but it's true it's the yeah. most simplest form it's like the simplest way to discuss something incredibly intricate but it's true and here's the thing artists spent a long time 
on figuring out what the end of the frame is. Yeah. And it's actually relatively recent that like things bled off frame, but it's really important the moment that it does, because that's the moment when in inverse, the good, bad and the ugly, the world exists beyond the frame. And it's important that like, that you don't fuck with the artist's intention. This is why AI fucking sucks is because uh, it'll never create anything good. And that's what I wanted to get back to about like the thing I, I think we started all of this on is my, my, my statement about Spider-Verse being that like it, it exceeds capitalism. It yeah. exceeds the expectation. It exceeds yes. the reach of any piece of material wealth and like becomes an object of art. And I, I think, and I hate saying this because there's a bunch of like Marvel fanboys are going to say this. I, I think Spider-Verse is art. I think it is. And it is. And, and I mean, because I think it is art, it is art to me. The first but, one's art. I yeah, mean, it like, is. They're art. Like, and see, here's my, I, um, and I mean, this is the thing. I will say this. These two, and probably the third one, I, I expect the third one, they exceed the material reach of every single other Marvel superhero film. Because they convey emotion yeah. better than any of them. They convey feeling and desire, and they also have artistry they actually have people who put their fucking soul into these things and that's in direct opposition to 90 percent of studio material coming Un out today unironically this is a hundred percent sincere the scene in the first movie where miles is like stuck stuck to the side of the building mm -hmm. and then as he jumps he the glass he, breaks yeah. And he's upside down. It was that famous shot mm -hmm. from the trailer. Yeah. And What's Up Danger starts playing. Is easy, easily top five greatest shots, scenes, music choices. Like, it it, it should get... Like, I, obviously, I don't give a fuck about award seasons. And I don't give a fuck about movie awards. But it should win every single award possible and the fact that and, and and this just goes on to me talking about like animation mm -hmm. and the film industry as a whole and how it's like disgusting and thankfully we have people like Guillermo del Toro who are just like no animation's not a animation's not a genre it's a medium yeah and so like we're getting to a point where like animation has become a really powerful tool to tell these incredible stories Thank God for people like Gany Tartakovsky and Guillermo del Toro and um And I mean here's the thing. Even even you know what? I'll say it. Even Seth MacFarlane to an extent. Oh, I mean I look, I I had to stop someone a couple of weeks ago when they were like like they lumped family they lumped uh American Dad and Family and I was like, Don't. Just don't. See here's the thing. Family guy writing wise, ugh, whatever. I'm not gonna and it set a standard it set a standard for mm -hmm. T V animation that I'm not proud of family guy as an ideal and american dad as a whole american dad is is artistry american, american dad uh, yeah. is is a fucking show like it's a straight up it's a tv show that is inoffensive and funny and like it's well written it's it's smartly written it's if you just haven't like, like honestly from one of the most recent seasons if you haven't seen gold top nuts just go watch that episode that episode is fucking amazing one of my favorite american dad bits this this is a real bit this is so funny roger takes like a golden shit 
Yes. And you follow that golden shit through like several seasons and it's it just never goes anywhere. It's just no, people it, like, obsess it, over it. In the most recent season it finally went something. They finally Oh, like, they finally do. They 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 finally like <laughs> clear, they they cleared the deck on that one and it is maybe the silliest thing in the world. But like but like literally, like people murder each other over yeah. this golden turd, a golden jewel encrusted turd, golden Thank jewel encrusted turd, and they treat it like the One Ring. It's like one of my favorite bits ever. Um, but yeah, yeah, I just like that kind of like long term storytelling. You don't see in anything else. No, and it's it actually it's really funny. Um, one of the reasons why that show still exists is because TBS literally has a mandate to create some. Okay, so this is a really weird thing. Apparently, cable companies are like cable stations. Mm-hmm. Um, when they're incepted, they have to write like charters. Oh yes, and yes, there is sense, like a yeah. a charter of TBS has some dedication to a percentage of their TV show that is original scripted content. Yeah, uh, which is why it is not wrestling all day every day or uh, Milf Manor or something. Yeah, because I believe they they were like, oh, well, we can throw because like once a year they do mm-hmm. the uh, Christmas story or whatever. Yeah. But, like other than that, they they're like, they, TBS had a a, a, had a late night show. They had a late night show. They had stuff. Uh, they I think Hot in Cleveland was like, oh was yeah, there. Like, Cleveland. people like Hot in Cleveland. They, they had stuff. Samantha, they had stuff. Samantha B. Probably yeah. No, that that makes sense. No, they had stuff and like they they still have some things, but like. I mean, it's 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 bleak days for everyone. That's why that's why yeah. the writer strike is important. Yeah, this, this is why the writer. All this to say, the yeah. writer strike. Support your writers. Support the writer strike because, like, Spider Verse would not have gotten made no. if it wasn't for like the incredible writers and directors and animators. Support any industry strike because these strikes are like what keeps this shit. Shout out to the writer strike keeping Deadpool from quipping. Uh, <laughs> can, I, I I love that. Can I? Um, I kind of want to wrap things up. Yeah, but mm-hmm. I want to wrap things up with a recommendation for everybody. Yeah. If you can find it on Disney Plus, if not, find it somewhere else. The spectac the spectacular Spider Man show got three seasons and then it got cut and replaced with the awful Ultimate Spider Man. Was that the one on MTV? Yes. Ooh. Yeah. With fucking drake bell um terrible show like to the point where like each season peter parker looks like a completely different person Mm. um but for the spectacular spider-man it's unbelievably stellar the art style is a little weird because i can't remember the name of the guy who designed it but he um he says he he he, like draws everyone to make them look kind of like dolls Mm -hmm. And so, like, they have, like, arm ball socket joints. God, that's weird. Uh, you said that, and that made me, like, think, like, I want to see Klasky Chupo design Spider-Man I want... characters. This is not a joke. This is not a joke. I want weird 90s animation to come back. I want... I, I, I hate John K more than anyone in the world, but bring that style of animation back because it's so ridiculous. I hate on-model animation we're, so much. I mean, we're, we, we will we will get to the point where people will become nostalgic for Klasky Chupo, and that's, like, when this is all going to, like, explode. Because basically, yeah. when people, when people like, my age, which is, like, right around now, when people my age start actually getting into the creative director uh, roles and being like, no, I want to make it look like fucking Rugrats or... Um, 
Yeah. The real Ghostbusters or... Ah, real monsters. Ah, real monsters or anything like that. They're going to be like, oh, no, it, it needs to be, like, weird and grimy. Make everything look like Ed, Ed, and Eddie. Yeah. Uh, actually, you know what? Shout out to uh to Kid Cosmic. That was that was a show that actually like oh my because that 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 was uh, that was Craig McCracken's like attempt and yeah. him just being uh, railroaded by fucking Netflix um being so mad at it but he actually like that that show took an aesthetic like design that wasn't I hadn't thought of Kid Cosmic ever uh hey it came out with three seasons um anyway yeah Anna who have you been me who have I been who have you been where where can people find you me. I'm Anna. You can find me at Annabelle Droid on Twitter, at Best Friend Ghost Hunter, Best Friends Ghost Hunters on Twitch, and uh, find me lurking in the shadows. Uh, you can find yeah. Hey, I've been your host, John. You can find me most places at the underscore Yam King. Um, there's somewhere where I actually got Yam King, but I don't fucking know where. Uh, maybe it was. Uh, it's nowhere anybody uses anyways um <laughs> and you know you can also find me unstuck floating through parallel dimensions uh slowly glitching out of reality much like this podcast so remember folks it could always be worse it could always be worse somehow we're in the same room and you can't even hold on let's do it okay. let's do it let's do it it, it can, can always, always be, be worse, worse. There we go. You're going to re-listen to that back and be like, oh, the first take was so much better. (laughs) (laughs) Bye-bye. Spider-Man, Spider-Man, does whatever a spider can. Spins a web any size, catches seeds just like flies. Look out, here comes the Spider-Man. Is he strong? Listen, bud. He's got radioactive blood. Can he swing from a thread? Take a look overhead. Hey there, there goes a Spider-Man. In the chill of night, at the scene of a crime, like a streak of light, he arrives just in time. Spider-Man, Spider-Man, friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. Wealth and fame, he's ignored. Action is his reward to him. Life is a great big hang up. Wherever there's a hang up, you'll find a spider.